Why can't everyone be happy? That's a good question. This is Leonard Neiman, and this is the Understand Life Podcast. Where we turn life into lessons. And with me today, I have... Malika Neiman. And... Alyssa Neiman. And today, we are answering the question... Why can't everyone be happy? And that's a tough question. There's a lot of ways I could take this one. Today, I'm going to talk about how different people are happy in different ways. Tons of information that we can utilize here about what makes people happy. Didn't we already talk about this, kind of? Yeah, some, right? In some of the first podcasts, we talked about Maslow's hierarchy and how there's different ways that everybody kind of gets happy. And I'm going to use that as a framework and talk about some personality types, though, too. What did we talk about in Maslow's hierarchy? Do you remember? Uh, that you need to fulfill all of them or you won't be like, as happy. Sure, right? Like you can move up, right? Yeah. What else did we talk about in the moving up? If the bottom layer is not full, then... You can't go to the next layer. Then that's where you're going to be spending your time and your energy. But then once that's full, then you'll be spending your time and energy on the next layer. And then once that's kind of full, then on the next layer. Yeah, I remember that. Today we're going to talk about how different people have different personality types. And what that results in is needing different amounts at different layers. So do you remember what the different layers were of Maslow's hierarchy? Uh, no. Okay, let's go over them. The bottom one was... Physiological? Yeah, so that means things like sleep, food, Shelter. water. Exactly. Things okay. your body needs just to survive. That's physiological. So that's the first one. And then what was the next one? Safety and so, security? Yeah. The bottom layer is I have water, I have food, I have shelter, I'm going to survive. Number two layer is I feel safe in my shelter, that there isn't going to be someone that comes in and... Shaves off her, her nose. Yeah, shaves off her nose in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, that would be Nobody weird. Nobody wants that. Right? <laughs> yeah. So that's level two, safety and security. Level three was... Hugging. Love. Love and... Security. Security's number two. Love and helpfulness. Belonging. Oh, yeah, I remember this. The next one's esteem. The next one's esteem. Esteem! Yay, yeah, esteem. I remember that one the most. <laughs> Okay, and then after esteem is self-actualization. Remember that? Oh, making self sure your self is real. Yeah, being the best you you can be. Oh. <laughs> self-actualization. So if I think that the best version of me is as a leader, then I need to be a leader. If I think the best version of me is as a painter, then I want to be a painter. If I spend most of my time not painting, but I want to be a painter, I won't feel self-actualized. Even if I get good esteem for what I do, like let's say I'm, I have a job as a writer, but I want to be a painter. Yeah. If you're a writer and you want to be a painter, even if your physiological needs are taken care of and you feel safe and you have lots of friends and family and you even get good esteem from your writing, if you really want to be a painter, you still really want to be a painter and you'll be happier if you become a painter. Does that make sense? That's yeah. self-actual. And that's the top layer. Okay. Okay. Those are the five layers of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, what we're going to talk about is the fact that there's 
different personality types and depending on your personality changes how much of each layer you need. need. There's lots of ways to cut personalities. There's the Myers-Briggs temperament index, MBTI. Mm -hmm. When people give theirs Myers-Briggs, they'll put four letters together. So like ESFJ would be an example. And those are different things. So Myers-Briggs actually has 16 different types because they have four different things, but each of those have two. So if you multiply it two times two times two times two is 16. So there's 16 different Myers-Briggs personalities. So SMG. Yeah, you don't usually pronounce it. You just say the letters. Like, SMG. Like, I am an INTJ. That's me, INTJ. Mama is an ISFJ. What you said was, it sounded like this. I am TJ. You are an ESFJ. What am I? I am 100% sure that you are an ESFJ. You are an I... You're an I? N, I think you're an N. No, actually, I know you're an N. So, I, I N, T. I actually don't know between J and P. So, we'll it's see. either int Wait, so or integer. What does it mean? I'm getting into each of those, right? They classify people in terms of introvert versus extrovert. Mama's an introvert. And what are you? An extrovert. Yeah. And <laughs> so, I'm? I don't know. An introvert? You think you're an introvert? I don't know what they mean. I think you're an introvert, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the best way to describe introvert versus extrovert in the Myers-Briggs is whether you get energy from being around people, that's an extrovert, or from being not around people. Everybody wants to be around people sometimes. But do you generally feel like being around people gives you more energy or it drains your energy? It drains my energy. You think it drains your energy? Then you're an introvert. It gives me more energy. Yeah, it gives you more energy. You like being around people. and. It, it gives you more energy, doesn't it, Alyssa? That's why you're an extrovert. I, I like both. I don't know which one I am. You're probably near the middle of the road. Myers-Briggs has four classifications that people go by. And for each of those, it's a scale from all the way on one side to all the way on the other side. I consider myself an introvert, but a lot of people think I'm an extrovert because I'm actually really near the middle. Yeah. I think I'm really near the middle, but I'm an introvert. Yeah, like I think you. you're the same way. Mama, on the other hand, she's definitely an introvert. Not all the way down at 100%, because yeah. she still likes to be around friends and family. So maybe 80? Yeah, sure. She's in the, like, 25 percentile range, right? And then Alyssa... I don't know if I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I know you're an extrovert. You sure? <laughs> I'm 100% sure yes. that you're an extrovert. But you're probably not at 100% extrovert, you know, 25 toward extrovert. That, that sounds weird. I'm 100% sure that you're an extrovert. But you're not 100% extrovert. That, <laughs> that sounds, sounds weird. weird. <laughs> the second one is between intuitive and sensing. But for intuitive, they use the N, not the I. Because right? there's an I for introvert versus extrovert. Intuitive versus sensing, there's an N. So it's an N or an S. This one's kind of hard to explain. But it's along the lines of if you are okay with exploring new options, or if you like to have someone else figure things out and just tell you how it is. I like the first one. The intuitive one is the person that's like, I want to figure it out for myself. I want to figure out the best way to do things. Wait, so I'm intuitive? You, that's what you I think? Like I think you are too. One. The second one, sensing, is I prefer to use data that other people have gathered and figure out from that, this is the right way to do it. I'm just going to do it that way. So intuitives are much more in the trial and error kind of thing. Like, I want to try 10 things, see which one's best for me, then do that. Sensing is much more like, I want somebody else to tell me, hey, I already tried 10 ways. This one's the best. The sensor's like, 
Sounds good. I'll just do that one. Why yeah, do I need to try it out if you've already done it? Because it might not be the same. That's why the intuitive person's like, I want to figure it out for myself a little bit more. Yeah. I like the... You think that you're an N also? Like, like, I think you're a lot more in the middle between like, N and S. I've like, seen S come out of you quite a few times. Like, some people like baking cookies. Other people don't like baking cookies. So that means you have to try it out for yourself to see if you like baking cookies. Some bake cookies using a recipe from a cookbook. Some other people make cookies from scratch and try it out multiple ways on their own. Yeah, that's a great example. I made my own waffle recipe by looking up six other waffle recipes, thinking about stuff, and putting them all together to come up with my recipe. I tried it out, I made a few changes over some iterations, and now I have this is how I make waffles, right? That's what an N does, because <laughs> okay, I'm an N. An S would be like, why would I go through that work? I'm going to ask somebody that I know, hey, do you have a waffle recipe? They say, yeah. I go, great, give it to me, and then I just follow it. Right? <laughs> great, give it to me. Well, no, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> not, you're not a Sith. <laughs> an S doesn't necessarily want to go through that trial and error and try five different ways of doing things and always be perfecting, right? An S wants to get, this is the way to do it. I follow the recipe and it works out every time. End of story. That's an S, right? Just like with introvert and extrovert, I said there's a range, right? Same with S and N. So Alyssa, you think that you are kind of N-ish. I think that you definitely have some S in you. Maybe you're closer to the middle. Yeah, I think cool. See, me, I am pretty high on the N scale. Yeah, I know. I'm all about learning. I'm all about always getting better at stuff, right? I always like, want to be moving forward, right? Like, much. Too much. See, that is your S talking that says I'm too much that way as an N. I really value that. I think that it's awesome that I'm an N. I like being that way. And people that are like, no, I've done it this way for years. Why would I ever try something different? I'm like, what do you mean? There's better ways to do it. Why aren't you trying new things? Right? Like, I try new ways to do my homework every day. I know. You're in the middle, right? You do yeah. some of both, right? So one day I would do my spelling backwards. One day I would do all the vocab and then the spelling and then go back to a few of the vocab. Yeah, so <laughs> that's actually for a different reason. We'll get to that when okay. we talk about numbers. Um, That's your one coming out. You like okay. to do things differently. Anyway, that's N versus S. That is definitely an N, right? I'm an N. You're an N too? Yeah. But I'm close to the middle. You're closer to the middle than I am, you think? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay, that's fine. So the next thing in Myers-Briggs is F versus T, which is feeling versus thinking. Feeling, the F, people are a lot about emotions. They value their emotions. They are in tune with their emotions. They are in tune often with other people's emotions. You know, the tone of voice that people have. Are they happy? Are they sad? Are they excited? Thinkers are much less in tune with their emotions. They're like, if I said I'm good, why would you think I'm not good? Just because my tone, like a feeler's like, you are not great. What's wrong? Come here, give me a hug. <laughs> like, oh, mama. Okay, Mama's and a thinker a is like, you're good, you sure? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm okay, cool, great. You say you're good, I'm out of here. <laughs> I am naturally a really high thinker. 90 some percentile on the thinker side, very low on the feeler side. That's well, natural for I me. Think I'm I don't, I don't like think feelers very much, so I'm probably not that good. In that. You're definitely on the T side, aren't yes. you? Yes. Yes. And you are definitely on the F side, Melissa. Okay. But you're not maybe at a hundred percent F. You know, you're somewhere between 
f and t, just like everybody is, right? On all of these, it's a continuation. So somebody that says they're an INTJ, like me, might be very different than me. Because if they're really strong on I and really strong on J, and I'm not, I'm in the middle on those, but a little bit on those sides, they might be very different than me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. The classification doesn't tell you exactly how that person is, but it gives you kind of an idea. Makes sense. That's thinker and feeler. So the last one is P and J, and this one is also a little bit on the difficult side. My PJs. Exactly. My P and J's. Right. I don't have my PJs on. P and J stand for perceiving and judging. It's like people judge people. Yeah. I wish I was more P, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Same with me. A perceiver doesn't see something as being good or bad necessarily. It just is. And they want to see, here's how things are, end story. A J type is more, here's how things are, and that's a good thing or that's a bad thing. And so J's are more on the, hey, I want to keep making things better because it's not just the way it is. It could be better or it could be worse because everything is either good or bad. That's a J perspective. The P perspective is things are the way they are. That's neither good nor bad. There's benefits both ways. I'm a J too. We're probably all J's. You know, Mimi and Papa, they're both J's too. It's just a J family. Okay, so I used to be upset about the fact that I was a J, but now I've realized that it goes along with my N. My N and my J play together to make me a learner. I really like to learn. I always want things to be getting better, moving forward, right? That's the way I am. And that, you know that I'm like that. (laughs) And so my N and J play together in order to make that the case. And for me, it's a lot more on the N side. And I like to think of myself at least as being closer to the middle on the P versus J. N versus S before is intuitive versus sensing. So I'm pretty high on intuitive. I'm near the middle between perceiving and judging, but I am on the judging side. Um, and I think I'm intuitive. You think you're intuitive also? Mm-hmm. I think you're not, actually. I'm in the middle. I think that you are higher on the J side, and you're an S. So I believe you're an E-S-F-J. You don't think so? Um, you think you're an N? Or at least in the middle. You're near the middle. You might be near the middle, but I think you're a little bit higher on the S than the N. I agree with you. You're in the middle. You're not, like, super... Super S. But I think you're pretty high on the J side. That's my opinion. For all of these, it's not good or bad, right? It's just the way you are. Which, well, this is a very P thing to say. Your original question was, why can't everyone be happy? Right? The reason why everybody can't be happy is because everybody's different. (laughs) That was new. New information for you? (laughs) No. I didn't know that. I totally knew that. I know, I know. It's not new information, is it? No. Everybody's different. And so because everybody's different, then it's essentially impossible to make everybody happy. Because when you do something, it might make me happy, but it might not make... And same with Mama. And then if we had a bigger family, like, or when we have, you know, all of Mama's extended family here, there's like 20 people, Right. Then if you do something, you say something a certain way or you do something or whatever, everybody's going to get impacted differently. And so that's how it works out in the world. You know, when I'm driving, I drive a certain way and the way that I drive probably makes some people very happy and it makes other people probably not happy. And that's just the way it is because it is impossible 
for me to drive in a way that will make everybody happy. As an example, when we lived in Kokomo, Indiana, the small town, they drove very conservatively, not very aggressive at all. They were very polite drivers, which also meant that they would sometimes drive a little slow or cautiously. Even for Mama, who's in Detroit area, she's on the pretty cautious side, right? In Kokomo, she was on the aggressive side compared to people there. And, and you were very aggressive. And I was there. very aggressive compared to people there because I'm probably a little bit on the aggressive side here in the Detroit area. More near the middle, but maybe a little on the aggressive side. That's the deal. Everybody's different. And so that's why I started talking about some of these personality things. There's other personality stuff, too, which actually I was hoping to get to. What time is it? Should we just cut it and share the rest of it next week? Yes, definitely. Then I guess we're done. Thanks for listening. We've already had people ask what they can do to help us. Right now, the number one thing we need is listeners. So that means having you continue to listen, which I hope you just want to do because you liked it. And telling others about the podcast. That is what we want most of all. But if you're looking to help us out financially, that would be really, really awesome. You can do that by becoming our patron at Patreon. For those of you who hadn't heard of Patreon, it's a website that helps us as creators to engage with our supporters and receive your financial support. You can get there by going to patreon.com slash understand life. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash all one word understand life. Thank you so much for your support. (laughs) Also, if you're telling people about the podcast and they don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can have them go to our new website, understandlifepodcast.com. That will redirect them to our old website, which is leonardneeman.com slash podcast. Anyone can listen to the episodes there and we'll let you know other ways to listen to. If you lost your nose... Are you going to do something to get it back? Yeah. Growing nose shampoo. Growing nose shampoo. Okay. I don't know where he gets this. <laughs> now, just like we talked about with... Int- what is funny? No, you said you don't have to be a Sith, but... I <laughs> 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 gotcha. Feelers are attacking. Alyssa's reaching out to us with her fingers. <laughs> Dada is really high on the thinker scale. Do you I'm mean a, Leonard I'm like Neiman? A, yeah, Leonard Neiman. Yeah. That's Leonard me. Leonard Neiman. That's me. I'm yeah. Leonard Neiman. Yeah. Are we clear on that? Also known as Dada. Yeah. I'm, to you, I'm Dada, right? Yeah. Did I say Dada or did I yes, say... Yes, you said Dada. Okay. I should use Leonard Neiman in the podcast? Yeah, because you're not Dada. Okay. I, Leonard... Neiman. Neiman. Your Dada. Yes. Okay. No, ne- not their Dada. Not... Our Dada. The Dada of Malachi and Alyssa. Yes. Okay. Glad we covered this. <laughs> I'm sure everyone listening to this was very confused until you clarified. Probably. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Peace. Out. Malachi Neiman. Out. Lisa Neiman. Out. And this is Leonard Neiman. Thanks, and I hope you tune in next time to Understand Life.